Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Got a lot to get to, but real quick, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. And don't forget, today's episode is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado. Like I said, a lot to get to. Got some big headlines, and then we're just going to, it's the end of the week, so we're going to rapid fire through some of the, uh, some of the not so huge, but good headlines that we're going to bust through. I do want to say this. This is something that just is kind of funny. I, As you guys know, most of you know, I worked in Denver Media Sports Talk Radio for just over 18 years. Then a couple of years ago during the pandemic, I, I left to, you know, spend more time with the family because just it was just so chaotic. It was an eye-opener, but two, like, because the kids were being taught at home, it was just craziness. And due to, honestly, lack of support from the company I worked with, uh, it was the best decision for me to leave. Okay? And, yeah, they might argue that, but I'll argue it right back. But anyway, uh, a byproduct of that is me doing the podcast. But the last, I want to say, Five years I had been working at the radio station. I was the producer for Mark Schlereth and Mike Evans, Schlereth and Evans. Uh, they might be back to number one, I, uh, but when I worked there and I was their producer, we we're consistently number one, number one morning show in the Denver metro area. Pretty cool. Very good show. But it's funny when you're a producer for a radio show and possibly in television, I, I don't know too, too, too many producers in television, but if you're, if you're one, let me know if this goes for you as well, but definitely in radio, what happens in radio is they, they, the talent gets so reliant on the producer to do basic things while they take the, you know, the, the heavy load of, you know, holding segments and making people tune in and stuff. But there's a lot of times that like the miscellaneous things, the talent has hard, a hard time with. And so a lot of times it was just, Scott, can you do this for me? I don't know how to do it. How do you print? Be like, oh my God, you don't know how to print? No, I don't know how. Now that being said, Schlereth would always try to make it funny. And so would Mike, they, you know, I don't know how to do this and blah, blah, blah. It's fine, right? No big deal. Uh, but there was a time when I was producing Schlereth's podcast, the Stinkin' Truth podcast as well. Great podcast. If you want to know, uh, uh, you know, get the inside scoop on NFL stuff, that's the guy you need to tune into because he's just going to tell you how it is. And he's talking to people all over the, the league because that's what he does. And he's not just somebody sitting behind the desk giving opinions. He's giving opinions, but he actually fucking knows. And as a three-time Super Bowl champion, you know, he's the guy to go to. Not to blow him a little harder than he needs to be. The guy has a big ego, okay? But anyway, to deflate his ego a little bit, I'm preparing dinner last night, and all of a sudden, again, I haven't been his producer for like two years. He starts texting me, how do I do this? How do I do that? How do I find this information? So I'm like texting him back, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, man, I don't get paid for this anymore. Didn't get paid well before either. 
Why? I at least got paid. Uh, so I just thought that was funny. <laughs> Listen, I'm not bagging on him too much. He's a smart dude. He's got a million things on his plate. But it is funny. It makes me feel kind of good because he's just like, he trusts me to, to ask me a question on this and be like, how do I find this? And because I'm trying to do this. And I'm like, okay, you go here, you go there, and it should be right there for you, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's just funny. It's funny. I love him. I, I'm going, I meant to get him and Mike on the podcast the other day, but I just got back from vacation, and I'm like, this isn't going to work. And so who knows if I'll get him on. I'll have to try to just, you know, block them as they're, they're trying to go to their car and be like, uh, how dumb are you? Do you not know how to log into your computer? <laughs> That's dumb. Uh, anyway, but yeah, it's funny. If you see them, make fun of them in some capacity. Humble them, right? Bring them down to everybody else's level. Call him a dickhead and see what he does. He'd be like, what? Huh? You realize I'm twice your size, dumbass. <laughs> like the Huff said to. This is revenge for breaking his ribs. If you don't know, Mark Schlereth, three-time Super Bowl champion, uh, wrestling champion uh, in the state of Alaska when he was in high school, broke my ribs when we were demonstrating how to, to do one of his uh, elite moves from uh, his wrestling days. Ah, yeah, you're welcome. That's on my resume. And if it's not, it should be. All right. Anyway, you know what we need to do right now? Let's jump into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> well, you know the name and her iconic voice, Dolly Parton, who's 77, by the way. She looks pretty good for 77. And, and I'm just saying, I would, okay? I would. If I wasn't already married, I'm just saying, if, you know, she was depressed... <laughs> I'd be a shoulder to lean on, okay? Anyway, she's a musical legend. In fact, she she popped in the news not too long ago because the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame wanted to induct her into, you know, the Hall of Fame, and she declined because she's like, I'm country music. I, You know, I haven't done squat in, in rock and roll, but they she tried to turn it down, but they refused to accept that, and they inducted her anyway. Anyway... She ended up doing, by, before I forget, she has a, a new uh, rock album that came out, I want to say like a month ago, called Rockstar. And she does a lot of duets with some rock legends. And I listened to a few songs. They're okay. They're good. It's Dolly. You got to appreciate it. It just sounds like updated country music, to be honest, because a lot of country music nowadays has has those, uh, you know, rock-type vibes with the instruments. It, I don't know. I was expecting her to go like, here we go again down the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought she was going to do something like that. That's my rock impression. You're welcome. I don't even know what I said. I just blacked out. But she's promoting her, she was promoting her new album, Rockstar, which is okay from what I've heard. And she was on with a radio host named Ken Bruce. And she said something that I just think we need to react to. I always believe that if you've wanted your dreams to come true, 
and you are lucky enough to have that happen, then you've got to be responsible because every you got to keep the dream alive and every dream kind of spawns another dream. You know, you can branch off of almost anything that happens and, and make a business out of that as well. So it's kind of like a tree with, you know, with good roots and the, it's got a lot of limbs. It's also got a lot of leaves. So why not make the most of it? And I'm not one to sit around doing nothing. I would never retire. I'll just hopefully drop dead in the middle of a song on stage someday. And hopefully one I've written. But anyhow, that's how I hope to go. Of course, we don't have much of a choice in that. But as long as I'm able to work, as long as my health is good and my husband is good, I mean, I would. the only way that I would ever slow down or stop would be, you know, for that for that reason. But in the meantime, I'm going to make hay while the sun shines. So it's funny. So she's saying that she, one, it's good. Like she, and, and she has dreams to do something. She can do it. She's fucking Dolly Parton. She's kind of paved her way. And now she has a, an opportunity around every corner if she wants it. But like her talking about, um, that she would die on stage. That's like ideally what she would prefer. One, let's look at it this way. You know how fucking traumatizing that would be if you, anybody, let alone a child, was at a concert of hers. They're like watching her like, oh, whatever song she sings. <laughs> I was like, uh, what does she sing? Anyway, she's singing. And then and then all of a sudden she fucking dies. And then like she's like, you got front row seats and you're just staring into her, her, her fucking vacant eyes. That's horrible. That's horrifying. Dolly, take that back. That's disgusting. I don't want that ever to happen to myself or any of my children or any ch child, right? That'd be disgusting. But it would also suck what she said, too, is if she died on stage singing someone else's song, then, then that song would be forever, like, tainted. It'd be cursed because that's how stupid we are as a society. We'd be like, she was singing um, Def Leppard, Pour Some Sugar on Me, and then she fucking died. Now you can never listen to that song ever again. Or what will happen is Dolly's soul will come out of the speakers and then and, and then fucking abduct you and then kill you. It's true. I've seen it on YouTube. <laughs> oh, man, that's horrifying. That's a horrifying image, Dolly. I respect the shit out of her. She's an amazing artist. I listen to some of the songs. They're okay. They're okay. I suggest you Google it. Rockstar, one word. And it's Dolly Parton. Again, she can do whatever the fuck she wants. She has a, a great voice, iconic voice. And I'm just trying to remember some of the songs that I, I've uh, listened to with her. And they're just really good. Jolene. Jolene, Jolene. Like nobody else can sing that and make it good other than her. So, you know, check it out. Let me know your thoughts. But. How horrifying. I would never want to go to a concert again. That's how you make serial killers. They're like, oh, God, I'm staring right into her, uh, her emptiness. I want to see it again. No, Jimmy, no. <laughs> That's horrible. How did it start? How did you start your killing spree? Well, it was all starts with Dolly Parton. Oh, my God, I joke, but it, there's some truth in that. That's disgusting. Chelsea Gata of Pella, Iowa, found that $250,000 treasure in Utah that we just talked about last week. How awesome for her. This is what she said. My time was running out. I was getting frustrated. I was crying. I'm like, 
I've wasted all this time. This is ridiculous. What am I doing? And now I'm reading from the reading from the desert.com article and she says moments from it reads moments away from heading home, God had decided to look one last time. So she stood up, brushed around the tree she was sitting at and felt the top of a chest. Gotta covered head to toe in dirt immediately fell over and cried. She is the first out-of-state winner for this because they, I want to say this is their fourth go-round on this treasure hunt in Utah. That's pretty cool. She said, everybody at work th thinks I'm crazy. Everybody at home thinks I'm crazy. I just started texting people from work. I told you. I told you, motherfuckers. Shit, man. <laughs> oh, man. How hard is that? Like she, And I guess she d found, found out most of the clues before she even made the trip out there. So she knew. She had a general idea of where it's going to be. But it, obviously, once you go to an area, you really got to hone it down. And, and according to this, she was sitting at the tree. She just couldn't find it. And then sure as shit, could you imagine if like she's like, oh, my God, uh, this, is, this is me being a dumb guy, right? Okay, and I apologize if this grosses anybody out. But could you imagine? She's like, man, I got to start driving home. It's like 16-hour drive to go home. I better take a shit before I leave. And then she goes to drop a deuce, and she goes to bury it. And that's when she found it. Could you imagine? You would never tell anybody that that was the true story. Be like, here's the real story, guys. Uh, I, I ate a burrito at a, you know, a taco stand like 20 miles east. <laughs> and boy, it came and got me quick. And then next thing you know, I'm about to plop all over it. Thankfully, I had a bottle of water because I had to rinse off, rinse off the, the top of the chest. Anyway, I got $25,000. <laughs> That's cool. I wonder if she has to... Oh, now all the negative people will be like, well, she has to, uh, you know, let the government know about that. So that's only like this amount of money. But who cares? She won it. Bizarre news. Bizarre freaking news. Tupac Shakur. Cops are searching a Vegas home in, connect in connection with his death. His death was like 20 or 30 years ago. What the shit? If and, and apparently they went into this home and, and they, you know, confiscated like computers and shit. If there is anything on those computers in in regards to evidence about his death, that's going to blow my mind due to the stupidity of those criminals. Holy shit. And if they find something that, that that's great. You can put that to rest and put people behind bars that deserve to be behind bars. But what the fuck, man? How do you how does it take this long for you to go, hey, we should search this area? Hopefully there's still shit there. I don't know. My God. That's why people have a hard time trusting the legal system. One of the many reasons is is when stuff like this happens. Now, in their defense, there's probably somebody probably came up and was just like, hey, by the way, I know it's a little late, but uh, you should probably check out this person's house and, and 
for this reason. And they're like, dude, where were you like 20 years ago? I was scared. I was scared. In, in all honesty, I get it. There, there's a lot of shady characters involved in this, obviously. So it will be very interesting to see if something happens with this. Plus, the name that always gets brought up is Tupac when it comes to celebrities that, uh, you know, have faked their own death. Will this finally shut people up? Or will he come out of the shadows and be like, no, you didn't kill me. You killed my body, devil. I don't know. Conspiracy. Let's get our tinfoil hats on, folks. Bizarre. Bizarre. Now, that being said, hopefully they find something out and they can, like I said, put somebody behind bars. As somebody that has lost uh, a loved one at the hands of, you know, of someone else, if they don't catch them or they, if justice isn't served, I mean, that just lingers there. So if the family can get some closure, Jada Pinkett, then she can stop being so mean to uh, Will Smith. That's all I'm saying. And then he stops slapping people and bada bing, bada boom. We start getting good movies again. And, and maybe there's a movie with Will Smith and Chris Rock together, a buddy film. That would be great. <laughs> We got rapid fire coming up next, but first we're changing the game. Help your bets stay hot this summer at Superbook Sports, the most trusted name in sports gambling with a direct line to Las Vegas. And right now, when you use the promo code mile high, you're going to score up to $250 with their first bet bonus. So win or lose Superbook will match your first bet up to 250 bucks with that promo code mile high. Go ahead and download Superbook Sports app. And enter the promo code Mile High. You're going to get 250 bucks courtesy of Superbook Sports. And don't forget to visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. And if you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. You know you want it. Let's jump into the rapid fire. It's rapid fire. Rapid fire. Shout out to my little friends. You ready? Oh, wait, wait, wait. So we're just going to wing it? There's a big difference between winging it and seeing what happens. Now let's see what happens. All right, this is reading straight from the New York Post weird but true section. It says, I was a weak priest until a mad woman attacked me at the altar. Now, I am the Hulk. Oh, come on. You just needed that to make you stop being a pussy? Enough. Enough. That's ridiculous. Now, I'm the Hulk. All you're doing is opening the door for people to be a prick to you. And now you can can just be like, oh, I used to be a nice one until somebody attacked me. Shut up, priest. I have a problem with that. It just bugs me. Bugs me the hell. Oh. Oh, now I'm going to hell. I I don't know. I it's just uh, I was a weak priest until a, a crazy lady attacked him at the altar. That and I do cocaine. <laughs> it's my vice. Allegedly, I'm just making that up. I don't need that priest coming after me or my kids. Okay. Oh fuck you! Holy shit! <laughs> Seriously, I'll fucking break your face if you come near him. 
Oh, my God. Oh, I'm the Hulk. <laughs> Shut up. Penis fish by the thousand wash ashore after a heavy storm. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> it's a fish. Okay. And that everything like uh, it does. That being said, they do look like a like an uncircumcised, slightly mutated penis. I guess maybe some people like that. I guess that happened in Argentina. So if you're really into penis fish and things that just look like penises, there you go. Go to Argentina and walk along the shoreline. See what happens. See what happens. Maybe cast a mold of it. And then who knows what happens? Make millions of dollars by selling a penis fish dildo. Wow, I went there. I apologize. But I did. I did. I, <laughs> you, got, you got nothing out of that story other than penis fish. Uh, I went to a birthday dinner and fought over splitting the $4,600 bill. That, my friends, is why you do separate checks. Don't split. Don't split the check, especially if you're somebody that is money conscious. You don't. Just be like, let's, let's just get separate checks, okay? I'm not going to spend that much money, and you're a raging alcoholic, okay? It's just not going to end well for me. I mean, that's ridiculous. And you shouldn't argue with, with that because if I go to dinner with you and we're, you know, I guess you don't probably don't discuss it till the end. But if you buy a shit ton more than me and then you want to go 50-50, fuck you. We're not friends anymore. That's jacked up. And I guess these people, they're, they, they're still friends, but it, the, the friendship's damaged. Probably because that other person's a fucking cunt. You don't do that. Like, I, if, we, if we split checks, you're, what was it, $4,600? You're like $4,000 of it, and mine's $600, which is ridiculous in itself. That's, that's insane. First of all, who the fuck goes to a dinner and spends that kind of money? Rich assholes, that's who. I'd be mad if, like, I went to, you know, went to, like, fucking Burger King and bought burgers and fries for everybody. Bill is, like, you know, an outrageous $40. And they're like, let's just split it 50-50, 20 bucks. Be like, you have seven children. <laughs> Plus you and your wife. Eat a bad dick. Eat a bag of dicks. Let's break down. Get out the calculator. We're breaking this receipt down. <laughs> That's because I'm an asshole. I was fired from for TikToking on the job. Now I earn six figures as a life coach. What she's not bringing up is she's smoking hot and she's on TikTok making that kind of money. Fuck you. I can't do that. No. If I had a gorgeous body, sure. A bunch of weird guys not happy with their life would be following me on TikTok. And I'd get paid for it. That's not everybody. Don't and and here's the thing. She's a life coach. Now in six, I earn six figures as a life coach. Eat shit. Eat shit. What? What are you gonna tell people? Hey, if you really want to make money, you need to be hot like me. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, what are you gonna tell me? Oh, life's easy. It's easy. You just gotta make some opportunities. Start doing this. You're hot. There's a difference between people that are hot and people that are not. If that rhymes, you can write it down, but it, it's true. If you're hot 
on social media, you're going to go viral quicker. Right? You say dumb, crazy, outrageous things, you're going to go viral quicker as well. So really, those are the two realms, the two avenues that take on social media to be crazy successful. And you got to go, is that really what I want to do? And is that a possibility? So don't don't act like you have shit figured out because you're a life coach now and you're making six figures, but you're on TikTok and you're attractive and you're selling your sex appeal. No, eat a bag of dicks. Human-sized bat terrifies social media users. I'm so scared. It's a vegan bat. It's not going to fucking kill you. It's gigantic. Yes, I get it. People are, that's the problem with social media. There's these things that have been in existence for so long and people deal with them. And then dickheads from the United States, most likely, we go travel the world and we're like, oh my God, this is, I'm the first one to ever see it. I'm going to tweet it out. I got to put it on TikTok. It's going to kill me. (laughs) And then now you're earning six figures. Life coach time. That stuff bugs the crap out of me. If you go through, especially TikTok, there's people that always, and we've brought this up before, there's people that talk about, like, did you know this? And it's like, oh, I've I've been doing this for years. Didn't know. The the majority of the things that they tell you, you're just like, yeah, no shit. Everybody knows this. Did you know that you should, uh, when you open up a bottle of soda that's carbonated, obviously, that you should go, and then let the the fizz kind of, you know, simmer out, and then open it. Otherwise, it it could go everywhere. I've been drinking soda for thirty years. Did not know that. Let me try that. Then they open it, like, oh my god, I feel so stupid. Really? That's what it took the to make you feel stupid. <laughs> Did you know that you're supposed to open the lid of a milk container? Not with a knife. I had no idea. I've been drinking milk for 40 years. Had no idea. That's what TikTok is. That's half the shit. It's people that are fucking dumb. <laughs> Sorry. Enormous, highly venomous sea snake washes up at, on a foreign beach, and it terrifies the locals. That is disgusting. That's in Queensland, uh, Australia. Yeah, that's Australia, though, for you, too. It, it's... And remember when we talked about this, I talked to uh, Chad Brown, who's a snake expert. And I want to say like a year ago, there was some people were freaking out. I want to say it was a rattlesnake or something like that that was swimming in the ocean. And people freaked out. And he's all, think about it. They're a giant lung. They're perfect for swimming. It's a matter of if they want to go in the water or not. And I'm like, oh, that's frightening. That is scary as fuck. And they can just go perfectly smoothly and quickly on the fucking water. That's scary, but not out of this, you know, out of the world. So, but then going back to this one is it's highly venomous. It's in Australia and it washed up on the shore. I say it's, it's They say it's terrifying locals, but let's be honest. It's probably like one guy that was freaked out or lady that was freaked out, and then they just blew it out of proportion. That's probably what it is because it's Australia. What the fuck do you expect? 
you turn the corner, there's something that can kill you, whether it's a spider or a snake. Okay, it's Australia. Beautiful place, amazing people, just a lot of dangerous things out there. I'm a mortician. Here's what we do with breast implants after someone dies. I actually, my wife follows this guy on TikTok. I don't remember his name, but it's actually an interesting thing. Uh, I don't, well, let me click on this real quick because that is kind of an interesting thing. Because in my mind, you should, you should make pillows out of them, right? <laughs> oh, that'd be, that would be fucked up. So a little spoiler for you. What they do with them is uh, they just let them sit there. They do. They don't take them out. He says they're yours to keep. <laughs> you bought them. You paid for them. They're yours. Now they're going to be with you as you die. <laughs> uh, this one says, I have a foolproof way to get free drinks from men. Definitely a little fucked up. Yeah, big surprise, lady. The ladies screw guys over. We have been kept down by women for so long. You ladies are always trying to take advantage of us. <laughs> You're like, excuse me, what the fuck did you just say? I'm kidding, Jesus. Uh, yeah, go for it. Listen, if we're dumb enough to fall for whatever trick that might be, okay, that's fine. That's fine. Take advantage. Get a free drink. I told you the one time I went to that gay bar in Denver for somebody's, uh, going away party and I have never felt so good about myself ever one getting hit on that felt felt good gave me uh I don't swing that way but that's fine because it made me feel like you know what if I ever decide I got an option <laughs> I still got it <laughs> and then also going up to the bar and grabbing some drinks at a gay bar dude ladies I I don't blame you for trying to get a free drink. I should have done that. If I drank uh, old fashions at that time, I should have done that, start flirting with some dude and just be like, hey, you know what? You know what tickles my fancy? Aside from your wiener. <laughs> it's an old fashioned. Can I get a double? And then just be like, oh, thanks. Gotta go. <laughs> I got a free drink, guys. Check it out. What did you, how'd you do it? I told him that, that his wiener could tick, tickle my butt. <laughs> Like, and you're happy with this? Yeah, why not? It's a free drink. It's really good, too. Anyway, but, like, going up there and seeing how people treat treat you in that situation was, was kind of an eye-opener of how, um, you know, ladies, like, on, on ladies' night when you when people want to buy you drinks and, you know, they, they compliment you on your beauty. Like, I had so many people that are like, hey, handsome, how are you? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm good. That's my wife. Just so you know, that's my wife. Uh, so, ladies, if, if you can get a free drink out of a dude, get a free drink out of out of a dude. If it, Who cares? Doesn't mean you have to bang him. Who cares? Just lead him on. Let him buy you dinner, drinks, buy your girlfriend's drinks and dinner. Then be like, we'll be right back. And then just leave. Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? He's obviously dumb, thinking with his, with his junk. Uh, and then we're going to end on this one. This one's just bizarre. I'm a toe wrestling world champ, and I had my toenails removed to compete. That's disgusting. Have you ever seen people toe wrestle? That is a bizarre thing to do. And it's a bizarre skill to find out that you that you have. This guy is like, he's a UK railway worker. 
So he's like, he's a, t- he's tough, right? And, and, and then like, he's in the toe wrestling. And then he's like, I, what I need to do, I need to remove my nails. That's going to uh, remove a weak point for me. That's so bizarre. Oh my God. I've never toe wrestled. Don't want to. Most likely what's going to happen is I'm going to toe wrestle somebody and then somebody's going to break my toe off. Then I'll walk funny the rest of my life. Do I want that? Because people are going to be like, what's wrong with him? Why does he walk with a limp? It's an old uh, wrestling injury. Oh, my God. Was he in the WWE or was it like actual wrestling? Like, uh, you know, uh, you know, Olympic style. They're like, no, 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 no. Toe. (laughs) Toe. Oh, that's weird. Kind of gross, too. Feet are gross. Anyway, thank you guys so much for joining the podcast. It was a little weird. Let's be honest. That's okay, though. Hopefully you laughed a little bit in this episode. That's what we're all about here. So thanks for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado. You guys are amazing. Don't forget to use that promo code MILEHIGH. It's to Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.